Guess what? <laughs> Where's the good part? Oh. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Such fucking adults. How do we do the intro? What's our intro? I fucking know. Oh, I'm glad that the sun doesn't hurt when I'm and this week, the episode is brought to you by The Sun. It hurts when you look at it. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by our merch store. Merch store! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We have some great new items. Um, I don't know what they are yet because I haven't actually put them on as of this recording, but they will be on there as of the publishing of this recording. (laughs) And lastly, this week's episode is brought to you by Phallic Microphones. Phalluses! Recording it. This is my recording voice. (laughs) Hello, guys. This is my uh, broadcast voice brought to you by... Nasal passages. Here at Nerds Are Us, <laughs> we provide the most excellent custom-made nasal passages. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, oh! I couldn't get the unlock screen quick enough. <laughs> All right, so uh, Justin has the topic list. Uh, I believe Justin has Facebook <laughs> Messenger app open. Um, because he's unprofessional. Hang on. Um, our first topic should be... <sighs> Fucking rude. They should be, um, <laughs> uh, Boston Market. Alright, so our first topic is Boston Market. Boston Market. So, decided to do a little, uh, review. Why did we decide to do a review of Boston Market, by the way? Um, as I remember, you brought up Boston Market last time for some odd reason, <laughs> and all it made me think of was, I've never had it. But every time people have told me about it, they said it tastes like typical white people food. That's what it was. In the sense of tasting bland and boring. Right. So we decided to put these allegations to the test on behalf of Boston Market, who didn't ask us to do this in any way, and offer us no (laughs) (laughs) endorsements, to which we hold no endorsements, but we will gladly accept them if they're available. Let me get some of that shit. Okay. Some of that two buck Uh, chuck. Well, first. Home of the two buck chuck. I took a delicate bite out of the warm, soft <laughs> cornbread. Don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, don't what read I'm going it like for. It's erotic, like, I don't know what I'm going for here. Um, oh my god, what if we did erotic food reviews? We could do that. That could be a whole different thing. Side project. But we're like, it can't be here, a, it can't be yeah, but this is the podcast. It could be like the it could be like a like a segment. Yeah, but it's not right now. Oh, God, you're so bad. I know. Stifling my creativity. You could do it if you would like to review Boston Market in a sexy voice. The, uh, the warm and moist was all I had. <laughs> the that, warm and moist That was, was the need. extent of my Boston Market fan fiction for today. I don't know that I would think of anything sexy to say about, like, smashing open a pot pie with my fork and uh, it being way yeah. too hot inside. That's like... Because the cornbread was also decidedly not thick, so not much to say on that front. The cornbread wasn't thick. 
so here's my summary of Boston Market on a flavor level. I'm still laughing. About it was like slightly better than I anticipated. Yeah. But it's still kind of that taste of... It, as it's going into your mouth, it kind of tastes and feels like it's going to taste really flavorful. But then it tastes like medium flavorful. So it's kind of like a letdown, Wait, but it's still okay. At what point does it make the transition between... Like immediately. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Did but if I try to out. look at it from an unbiased... Ignoring that initial, like, second of flavor. It's a pretty good flavor. It's just not, like, spectacular. I just feel like I was expecting a little bit more... Flavor. Based on that first second of flavor. I was expecting it to last. It's like, I think it's Boston Market food is like the bubble gum of fast food. Oh, my God. Actually, most fast food is the bubble gum of fast food. That's a good... Is analogy the right word? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, but that's kind of... Like, you go to McDonald's, like, you want it. I think it's different because you go to McDonald's, you want the shit. But then as soon as you get it, it's like, this really doesn't taste good. It's like as soon as it hits oh, your I mouth, love you're McDonald's. like, yo, but McDonald's is objectively like, bad. Yes, but it's, I don't know. For me, it's like a special kind of bad tasting that tastes kind of good. And I know what I'm expecting and I like it. That mm. might also be my problem with Boston Market is I'm not used to eating it. Probably. So I don't like know full what I'm about to get. When I'm going into it, so I might be a little disappointed. Probably. In some respects. I don't know. It's just kind of like... I think the thing that saves it for me is they just put gravy on everything. <laughs> this is the, it's the gravy. I, the sauces are good, yeah. Sauces are all good. Fucking... I, I can definitely... Sorry. I can definitely understand the comparison to, quote-unquote, typical white people food in the sense of... It's like they attempted to be a really flavorful Thanksgiving dinner... But it's half-hearted, you know. Because you can't have Thanksgiving dinner every day and expect it to be full-hearted. You can't full-heart Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it's like a really boring cook made Thanksgiving dinner. It's like your mom was sick, so your Uncle Jerry made Thanksgiving dinner. Who? I don't know. I just thought of a male uncle. Do you have many female uncles? (laughs) 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 We're just curious. (laughs) No. I wish I had a female uncle. Okay, why would I wish that? Yo, there should be a gender-neutral term for aunt and uncle. There, there? I don't know that there is one that exists. What, let's make it up right now. Uncled. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the letters. Is there really not? like? I don't think so. It's like a parent-in-law, but not written. No, it's mm. not. Uh, parent-sibling. It's my parent's sibling. Well, what's the gender-neutral? Oh, I guess parent is. Parent-sibling-cousin... Grandparent, like Neppy, is that is that available? Yeah, same thing for it's nephew of, and niece, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's interesting because that comes no from nep, nep to the the prefix nep or some shit. You know nepotism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. A yes. Huh? Is that where did Neptune get its name? Oh, I don't know. I was talking. <laughs> I know, but it made me think of Neptune. Hang on, My I know you're about talking about like rich people getting their kids in the college that they went to or whatever. Is that nepotism? I think so. Yeah. I think it's just anyone related to you. Oh, yeah. so I thought it was like brothers and sisters, so maybe that doesn't count. Hmm. Fuck. Yeah, aunt and uncle and nephew and niece. Oh wait, we could just Google to see if there's a, a gender. Oh yeah. You got that? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. All right, you got it. Justin's got it. I'm going to get the soundboard ready. <laughs> Gender neutral.
Koto. Gender neutral. I don't even know how to search this. Aunt? Uncle Aunt, yeah. Aunt, Uncle Aunt, yeah. Kinship terms. Oh, God. Stack exchange from like 2011 right now. Wait, there probably know? is like an older term. Oh, there's like, a new. There's, what? Like an old term that just isn't used today. Probably. Like a Game of Thrones era. Because oddly enough, cousins aren't um, yeah. gendered. Like the word cousin None of the is generic. Other. It's just the aunt, uncle, nephew. Oh, grandma and grandpa, too. Yeah, but grandparent. Fine. You know, like there are gender. Not, oh, yeah. but cousin doesn't have Cousin a, doesn't have a specific. There's not, it's because they're like not important enough, I guess. <laughs> like no one gives a fuck what you are. <laughs> oh, God. A transgender uh, neutral term for honor. Okay. Transgender and gender nonconforming listener wonders if there's a gender neutral term for aunt or uncle or aunt, whatever. Fuck. Some people have suggested pibbling. Mm-mm. That's fucking weird. Uh, meaning, for a parent sibling. Oh, ew. Right? Yeah. 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 It says <laughs> meaning the sibling of one's parent. Others have, have proposed. Some of these definitely don't work because they mean actual things. Baba, which is in other cultures, is I think um, like daddy mm. can be like ba is like. Mm. It also just doesn't sound great. It sounds like gross and demeaning. And Titi is literally the word for aunt in Spanish. Yeah. No, of like BB ZZ auntie. That that word literally looks like the word untie, but and I like guess in, it's auntie. In Spanish, can't you use? You no, I guess it's in plural. You could mean both aunt and uncle, aunts and uncles, by saying tios. Oh, I'm wrong. I, I realized I was wrong before. Oh, ts for is wrong. But yeah. I think well, I figured tt like was like a slang. I think so. I've heard that. I don't know. That that's probably what it means. I think that's real life. I've heard it before. I've used it. I just don't know if it's like a thing. I don't know if it's just what was made up. In the same way, kids don't come. What? Okay, this is this is getting weird. In the same way that kids often come up with pet names for their grandparents, perhaps nieces and nephews, or nieflings. I like nieflings. Nieflings is like a really I serious word, though. Like that. Don't. Looks... Oh my god! You know what sucks though? What? I don't have any siblings, and Sean doesn't have any siblings. You guys are both only children. Yeah, we fucked guys up. Are both trash. I'm not gonna have any nieflings. You're gonna have zero nieflings. No nieflings. I might have zero nieflings just because. Neither me or my sister want kids, and I don't. Maybe my brother will accidentally have a kid. I feel like that's like <laughs> right now. It's the most likely scenario. Somebody fucks up. Well, my my cousin though, she just had a kid, and she has another on the way, and we're pretty close. We're like sisters, so she said that I can more or less be the aunt. So. You'll be the honorary aunt, where like you call your older cousin aunt or uncle because yeah. it's like respect or something. Yeah, and she's got only brothers, no sisters, so. Oh. I would be the only aunt anyway. You're filling her. Uh, the aunt I don't want to void. finish that sentence. Her void. I don't know what I was going to say, but it was a void, and yeah. you're filling it. I, mean, and I don't want to fill my cousin's void. Yeah, don't fill your cousin's void. That's a t-shirt idea, especially not her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would the t-shirt even be? Don't, don't fill. fill your cousin's void. <laughs> They're all shitty inside jokes. All That's bad. how a merch store works. That's how merch stores work. Um. Anyway, point being, did I just accidentally call somebody? Yeah, Yo, are you bad at life? Wait, hold on. My phone like. Hope you called your cousin who were talking about not feeling. That would be funny. Too many attempts. Try. Oh, Jesus. 
stupid fingerprint technology. Your fingerprint didn't work? Why you bad? Yeah. It's sweaty. Ew. <laughs> anyway, something about... I want Neeflings. Neeflings. You can you get to like have the experience of like, you know, the cool parts of hanging out with kids mm-hmm. and then send the motherfuckers home. Mm-hmm. But like That's my favorite part. I don't know. Kids are kids are trash. They're work. I I, I don't want that nighttime work. No, like because you, you gotta stay up at night because they cry a lot or something. Oh, and they're babies. Yes. Oh. I don't want that baby life. I just mean all of it. I mean, like, at every juncture, there's, like, think about it. I don't like the responsibility of, like, you're in charge of this human's life until they're 18 or at more. Least at least 18. 18. If you want to be not shitty, probably, like, mid-20s. Yeah. Well. Not in charge, this day but, and age, you know. Yeah. Oh, millennials ruin everything. Oh, millennials. Oh. Do you hear how millennials are ruining literally everything? Yeah, because we have industries that popped up for the last 60 years because of shit. Because of baby boomers. Do you know what year um, sliced bread was invented? I don't, and I kind of wish I did. 1928. Really? I might be wrong. It's either 1928 or 1929. I don't remember. For, for those of you at home that aren't too quick, we mean pre-sliced bread. People have cut bread before 1928. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Hold on. Sliced bread invention. It is 1928. Good job. Yeah, so that's automated sliced bread. Automatically sliced bread. Let me get this shit. Shout out to um, Trader Joe's. If you'd like to sponsor us, we don't even require cash. We just Trader require Joe's. free Charles Shaw. Pinot Faux Grigio free. or Cabernet, please. Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, I'd like that uh, Peanut Giorgio. Peanut Giorgio or Cabernet Sauvignon. Cabernet. Cabernet. Oh, you know what I heard today, which is funny? What? Um, We should start pronouncing MAGA differently, like make America great again. I don't pronounce it at all. Well, if you do ever have to pronounce it, start pronouncing like a Manda. soft G or like a, like a Maha or a... <laughs> Maja. Just, just produce it ridiculously. Produce it. Pronounce produce it. it. No, produce it. Produce that maga, that maha. Ma, the maha. Make America ha again. <laughs> Actually, if you say it maha, wouldn't it be make America hate again? Well, like a J, like M A J A kind of sound. Make America hate again. Jewish again. <laughs> make America Jesus again. Make America goofy. That's a G. I know, but, like, you can't just change the acronym. All right. Make America... It could be, like, how GIF is supposed to be pronounced. Yeah, I know. Soft, squishy G. Make America... Green again. Mm, that would actually be lovely. We could take that off and just take it over as a liberal initiative. Oh, God. A libtard initiative. Social... 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 Such social justice. Jazz warriors. Oh my god, yes. Oh, that's a great band name. Social jazz warriors. Can we start that band that's immediately? Yeah, I mean, if you feel up to the task of yeah, playing I gotta jazz. Yeah, play, I'll play clarinet. Is that okay? Okay. I'm getting a lot better at clarinet. I'm getting basically no better at anything. It's amazing what um, going to practice 
enables you to do. Yeah. Practice is almost like that thing that like makes perfect or whatever. Yeah, like I actually have started attending practices for the last year now and hey, I'm second clarinet now. <laughs> yeah. Although I really miss my uh, third clarinet buddies. My buddy, my buddy Larry. I mean, it's just a chill section. The third clarinet section is like one of the chillest sections of the band without being like a cult. A cult? Like drummers are chill, but they're a fucking cult, right? How are they a cult? In marching band they are anyway. I don't know. Anyway, third clarinets. Chill AF. Just not going to explain that. No. Millie, Millie was good. Miss her. She was old though. Shit happens. I used to work with a really old lady named Millie. I'd be really sad if this, that was the same Millie. This woman, she was so she was great. It's just so funny because she played trumpet, and you imagine this like little tiny ass old woman, very similar to how my grandmother looked her last like couple, I guess her last year or so. She's just like just a little hunched over old lady. I I highly doubt she was getting notes out. There's no way the lungs were there to support it. I kind of wish she was bad and bad. Like taking solos and shit. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so Ray is now the oldest member of the band at 91. And I feel like his birthday is coming up. I don't remember. Happy birthday, Ray. Yeah, if it is. I might be misremembering. And he's pretty chill. Um, And then there's Larry. My buddy Larry. I'm just going on forever about this. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't care. He's I'm getting a piece. He used to be the mayor of East Amwell, I believe. I don't know what place. What? I don't know where East Amwell is. It's near Flemington, I think. Oh. Either way, he's cool. He used to be a mayor, plays third clarinet in a community band, and now he has a plane that he flies places. <laughs> like a little, you know, private little plane thing. Nice. Yeah, he's he's chill. And they're just, they're my buddies, you know, because the thing about third clarinets is, you know, don't sweat it. It's okay to get it wrong. You don't have to be good. No one cares. That's the wrong word. You don't have to be perfect. Like, you have to try. You can't be terrible. But... But you don't have to be great. Is that where the, the fourth... Are there fourth clarinets? No, but we would play... I would play the fourth parts, actually, when they came back our way. Oh. Now I'm in this awkward position of... One day, at a gig, we had Lorraine from second clarinet Uh-oh. sat next to me. I both had a good day for playing, like my reed was just in perfect position or something, you know, and it was music that I was better at from our repertoire of music. She heard me, and I guess she thought that I played well, and then also Jerry, I think, thought I played well, the director, and combined those forces, and our practices for the fall started up, and Jerry's like, I want you to play second clarinet, and Lorraine's like, I want you to play second clarinet. And I'm like, oh shit, I guess I'm playing a second clarinet now, and I actually have to practice my ass off now. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) I have to be a little bit more than mediocre now. Gotta have those higher expectations. It's actually done wonders for me playing better, because I've actually started playing better and being more uh, cognizant of playing the right notes. It's almost like if people have expectations of you, you try to meet them. Yeah, I know. But I miss my buddies in the third clarinet section. They're like, how far away are you guys that you can't like? I'm right in front of them, oh, but you don't like, talk as much, you know, because <laughs> you're indifferent. You're not right next to each other anymore. Like you're you're you you're middle class now. I know. I feel like a jerk. Like they're 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 a little they're working class, and you're <laughs> like, no, fuck that shit. I'm upper middle right now. That was my rant on second and third clarinet. I have no rants on any clarinets because I have no experience with this clarinet even a little bit. 
So, um, what's the name? Oh, Social Jazz Warriors. Social Jazz Warriors. Yeah. The, be on the lookout for our record by uh, from Social Jazz Warriors. Available on vinyl only. Oh, yeah. Only on vinyl, and it's only going to be... We're going to have 14 tracks, but they're all going to be singles. So, they're all going to be individual vinyl. You're going to have to get a 12 vinyl fucking set. It's going to cost like $70. I have to say something. Do you? One of the coolest purchases I've ever made was a vinyl... That was a clarinet play along, and it came with the sheet music in the, the whatever, the, what's it coming in? Like a liner. Liner? I don't know. But the cardboard thing it comes in. Yeah. It came with a vinyl, and it came with clarinet sheet music, and it was, you play along with the record. Where did you get such a thing? Princeton uh, Record Exchange. Shout out Princeton Record Exchange. It was a fucking dollar. It was a dollar. Well, yeah. It was a dollar. I mean, how, best purchase, most interesting purchase, et cetera, of my life. Well, what's like, I mean, I, I, I would imagine it would be a dollar because like, what's the, de- there's not like a huge demand for clarinet playing still, it's music. It's so cool. Well, that's why it's cool because it's fucking, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But I guess it's weird now. It might, that might've been something that was popular. Like, well, it's popular now, but with CDs, there's a lot of like, if you go to music stores, there's a lot of, you get a book of music and it comes with a CD that you play along with because it's like piano accompaniment oh, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but it's on a record. And I just think that's so cool. I didn't know people have been playing clarinet um, for uh, When do you think clarinet... I thought clarinet was invented in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> we need to be quicker with the sound, but we need a legitimate like. I just don't feel like keeping my phone soundboard. unlocked. All right, I can keep my phone unlocked. We should just get. We should get. I I should rig something up. That we can, get a soundboard. Yeah. It'll be like a legit. Here, wait. Display. Brightness. Nope. Advance. I'm getting a beer. All right. Where's the timeout? All right, it sleeps after 30 minutes of inactivity. If we have not used the soundboard in 30 minutes, we have failed our audience. Um, Social Jazz Warriors available on vinyl only. Only on vinyl. 12 discs. I mean, 12 (laughs) 12 12 records. How do you, if we wanted to record on vinyl, how do we do that? You have to get it pressed. How do you do that? Well, they make a, you know what a master is? No. I guess if you did, you would know how they record. I, if I remember correctly, I might sound like an idiot right now, but there's usually what they do is they take your, reco- your recording and they press it onto a um, a master, which is usually like a like a like a I think it's metal usually, um, which basically like they yeah. use that to as like a template to cut yeah. the rest of your records, and you just get them pressed and. Yeah. What if you wanted to record directly onto vinyl? I think that's how they used to do it. Yeah. Before tape was a thing. Does it sound better? Does it sound more vintage? I don't remember. I don't remember the difference, but I believe so. Because we can no, record no, onto no, no. a master, right? Hmm? You don't have to record onto each individual vinyl. You record onto a master. Well, you record, you you take your recording and put it onto a master so the master can be used for mass but production. But what if you want to record directly on the vinyl? I don't. That's there's probably a, there's probably a, no 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 I think that's how they I think that's how it was originally mm-hmm. done. But they wouldn't have done it. Well, vinyl each. records are pretty are old. They're, yeah, know. but they wouldn't have done it once for each record sold. No, but there used to be like if you could record in like in life. You could buy a recorder. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. 
that mm. would literally cut. You know how they ever say cut a record? That's what they mean, because you're literally cutting material out of this okay. disc. Well, anyway. Could look all this information up. I should know all this Social shit. Social Jazz Warriors. Look it up. I'm looking up. <laughs> it might be a band already. Probably. Because it's a great name. You'd be surprised how many great band names are not taken, though. That's why There's I always call them out when I hear names, them. There's a lot of great band names, though. I always call them out in daily life when I hear them. Because there's so many good band names. <laughs> and you always think there's not any because like, we're trying to come up with a band name where the band sucks. Because no one can ever agree on anything. But there's mm-hmm. always fucking glorious band names everywhere. Well, as you can tell, um, much creativity went into our podcast name. It's literally just our first names put together. Should we come up with like a better name? No. <laughs> if you want to, fine. I'm quite content with Justin and Kelsey. I still vote for sled stuff. dogs. No. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I'll come up with shit that's amusing to me and we'll, won't do it because you're a meanie. You're mean. You're mean. mean well, I already got the person. SoundCloud account. So. Just rename that shit. Can you do that? Can you rename oh, no. SoundCloud accounts? Uh, I don't think oh. I can rename the URL. It's fine. This isn't fine. No. No. This beer is mediocre. All right. Make America. Bush again. No. no it's got to be a G. Maba. Make America. Graham crackers. Um, make America green beans again. No. Let's see. Make America get Garf swifty again. again. Oh God! Gotta get swifty. Oh yeah. Take a shit on the floor. That's oh my, my favorite. God. I have a topic. Enough. What? Um, half of the Rick and Morty fan base. All right. The- I'd, it's not even a topic. It seemed inevitable that there's like there's always that weird thing where like the show is good and then there's always the, the, anything that's intelligent. There's always yeah. people that co-opt it that are not. Intelligence is the keyword because it's like yeah. a show that has really smart themes and plot points and whatever. Yeah. Like science type smart, not yeah. just like clever. But, but I think they're just more mature themes. Yeah. And they are like necessarily like intellectual. Well, there is like science involved, and so it makes it more interesting. Yeah, and they have like, um, but I mean, you can't beat like Futurama. Futurama uh, was yeah. the smartest, funniest fucking Futurama show that's ever been on television in my experience. Did some crazy uh, science shit. Opinion, and that was legitimate too. Yeah, because they I had mean, actual scientists working for the show. I like, know, which is so fucking cool. And they were the, those yeah. jokes were everywhere. Like Rick and Morty has a couple very particular themes, like you know, mm-hmm. like nihilism and like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is fucking the alternate, the, the idea of, in, of in, the in, infinite pool of universes and shit like that. You cannot beat Futurama, though. Yeah. No, I don't I think you can beat that. Futurama. It's, but it's like a different show. vibe, though. Oh, yeah. Futurama is such, so it's much, much more, more silly. It's much more happy, yeah. Yeah. Like Rick and Morty is decidedly depressing. Mm-hmm. But... So anyway, the half the half of the uh, it's probably not even half. It's probably like a fifth, maybe. <laughs> it's usually like ten between ten and twenty percent that ruins it for everyone. And then, you know what? I'm not letting them ruin the show. I still enjoy the show. It's just like somebody invited me to that Rick and Morty Shrift posting whatever Facebook group. Oh God! I think it's one of the more popular Rick and Morty fan groups, and it's just there's just so many people in that group that are, you know that that weirdo that hides in their mom's basement on reddit all day every day and thinks that people won't go out with them because they suck but really it's 
Oh, sorry. Am I not close enough to the phallic device? I don't know. It looked like it was aiming at your neck, so... But yeah, they just, like, live in a basement somewhere, and they're mad that people won't go out with them. And they say everyone hates them, and they're too smart for everyone. But really, they're just creepy. That must be it. That's the thing. They're just creeps. They're just fucking weirdos. They're creeps, and they think they're smarter than everybody, but really, they're just assholes. And they identify with Rick. And Rick's not a person you want to identify with. That's the whole point of him, is that he's well, a terrible person. He's not someone you want to aspire to be. I would understanding. I would understand well, that the... You the, could identify, but you should be like, I need to fix myself if you identify with well, him. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's you're talking about a dude who literally can do anything, but still highly depressed and fucking has... He's got a lot of emotional issues and treats the people in his life like shit. Yeah. I mean, he has his reasons for doing that, but it's like... You know what I think it is? I was thinking about this the other day. I think it's that weird, like, like you know Fight Club, right? I haven't actually seen Fight Club. It's a book. Oh, isn't it? I thought it was a movie. It is. It was based on a book. Oh, okay. But I, well, I haven't seen or read it then. Okay, well, I'm going to ruin it. Um, That's fine. So it, there's this, the whole, the entire story is about this uh, this, uh. this character. And at first, it's it's two characters, but eventually you find out they're the same motherfucker. Spoilers! That one of the, the this dude Tyler Durden came up with this fucking guy who we call Tyler Durden. And you never actually hear, like whatever if his the non removed part's name is. I don't think I think they just call him Jack or the narrator or some shit. Um, it's like the entire story is about like he creates this person who basically is who he wishes he could be because he's insecure about like being shitty in bed basically and a bunch of other crap. Yeah, it's I but I think it's like similar that like there's people that are like. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that, like, they like the snowflake thing, you know, yeah. that comes from Fight Club. Yes. Oh, that's what you were telling me the other day. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, it's just strange that people are using that as, like, part of their kind of social, kind of, um, the vernacular they're mm-hmm. using socially when really saying that they're quoting, like, this, you know. But that's more conservatives. I mean, these people aren't really what I would call conservatives. They say they're liberal. But well, I'm not talking about their fucking even political ideologies. I'm just yeah. talking about the behavior, like that they're 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 kind of aspiring to be or like identifying with somebody who's a character that's not written that's meant for you to be like, oh, this is a good thing. This is meant mm-hmm. to be like. It's kind of it's almost taking the taking the piss out of it. And they don't seem to get that, or mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's it's drawing attention to the fact that this shit is not healthy. Yeah, it's it might be funny, but it's not like you know. Why would you ever want to like? I don't know. It's just like they. I think yeah. they just wish they were like they could be that person who's hyper intelligent, probably yeah. because they're insecure about their intelligence, how valuable they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which sucks for them. We don't all have to be Rick level intelligence. No. That's kind of insane to expect. I also feel like one of the points it makes that I kind of agree with is I don't know that I'd actually want to be that. I don't know that I'd want to be that intelligent. Yeah, it kind of ruins everything. Yeah, it's like everything. I I wouldn't. I think collectively as a world, we need to be that intelligent in the sense. Like we need to know how to do that type of stuff. I don't know that ever we get to the point where we're, we even have a, I don't know that the, the human race is going to survive long enough to know that much Mm-mm. about the universe, frankly. Yeah, the human race uh, survival is very doubtful as of late. I Fun had a topics. topic to branch onto and I don't remember. 
Remember, remember, remember when you remember. Yeah, I just reference Hocus Pocus, what of it? Shit. Shit. Grow up. <laughs> this is your captain speaking. Uh, we are approaching an altitude of... Flat Earth. <laughs> uh, if you look out your left window, you'll see the uh, the ice wall that surrounds the entire planet that's guarded by uh, lizard people, uh, shapeshifters. And we're lucky because this time of year, it's the uh, southern passage is open. Right, right, right. So we can actually go through the southern passage and into the other world. So we'll be taking off the edge of the earth now and uh, traveling into the other world. The Buckle your world. fucking seatbelts. <laughs> We're going to Earth too, motherfuckers. <laughs> Not actually, sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Oh, I tilted the fucking left. Oh shit. Yeah, sorry about that. It's fine. I just got really excited <laughs> about buckling your seatbelt. Did you know? Um, that when. Seatbelts became a standard. Yeah. Accident rates went up, but deaths and injuries went down. Why do you think accidents went up? Um, because people were less cautious about driving because they had that kind of security blanket of having a seatbelt on. They felt safer. It felt like they were invincible and they could just fucking. Yeah, that's an actual thing. Oh, yeah. By the way. By, By the, the way. way. You know, actually. Um, actually. If you're. Feminist brain could comprehend this man. My female speech. brain is one third the size of the male brain. <laughs> it's science. That's why women aren't allowed to drive. Correct. What are we doing? All right, what are we talking about? Oh, I saw some shit about stalkery guys from movies or some shit that I wrote down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was. All right, like, we oh. got to talk about the piano guy. Piano man. Oh yeah, the guy that. So for those of you who have not heard, piano creepy guy, piano creep. Um, I don't know. Was this in the UK? I don't know. I actually didn't read the story. I just kept hearing about it. I think it was in the UK, but either way, um, there was some guy, and all I know was he was dating some chick, and they broke up. I assume on her accord because she was or he was very <laughs> upset about it. Yeah, and. So he kind of staked out in a public ground that they both frequented. So I think it was like a university ground or something or like a... It was somewhere oh, that like they both... quad or some shit? Yeah, something like that. I don't know if it was a university or like a public park or something. It was something they both frequented, though. Um, And he just put a full fucking piano there and sat there... <laughs> Baby grand. And just continually played... His thing being that he was going to play until he could get her back. I think that was the original premise of it. Um, I think over time it kind of became like, well, he was playing until his heart soothed or something. I don't know. But either way, it was like creepy, right? It was like men don't owe you any, or sorry, women don't owe you a relationship kind of thing. No one owes anyone anything. Yeah, well, in in his situation, like, this woman doesn't owe you her fucking love or whatever. Like, she can break up with you. And he's just fucking, in my opinion, publicly ridiculing her for breaking up with him. When it's like, I don't know, it's just creepy, in my opinion. And and we romanticize stuff like that 
Well, yeah, every movie. That's what we're talking about. We're like in movies. There's always like those weird things. Like in um, what the fuck was the thing that I thought of immediately? Oh, the movie Say Anything. You ever see that movie? No, I've not seen that movie. You're trash. So first of all, it's John Hughes movie. Um, if I remember correctly, it it smells very John Hughesy, but. I love that movie, but it has some serious fucking, like, just regular 80s cheese flaws. Like, mm-hmm. But there's that scene you've probably seen where, like, they the, the, the couple in the movie has, like, you know, their misunderstanding slash The radio fight, scene? Yeah, where he holds the fucking yeah. boombox over his head. Mm-hmm. At, like, 2 in the morning outside her house, and she's, like, lying awake he listening to this shit. And it's like, That's this so nigga creepy. woke you up in the middle of the night with a boombox thing. He's just standing outside your house. That's fucking weird. It's harassment. Yeah. It's fucking harassment. And, you know... The guy with the piano recently, I don't think legally it should be determined harassment. It could be, like, illegal for him to play there, depending on if it's public-private, if he got permission, whatever. Yeah. But it's harassment, at least in a social sense, in my opinion. Like, I don't think it's something that should be deemed, like, finable or arrestable based on the harassment side of it. He's still kind of a tool. But it's definitely harassment in some sense of the word. Like... Especially if it's a if it's a place that she frequents often and people she knows probably frequent often yeah. and like he's making it clear that his statement is she broke my heart so I boohoo me I'm gonna play my piano and she's the the bad person here like that's how it comes off. I'm trying to think of like the best analogy I can make because I'm trying to think like I know this is different but like say he did that shit at her job like I know that's not appropriate but like. <clears throat> If you show up to some somewhere where you know someone's going to be, mm-hmm. when they've already established to you a boundary that they want to mm-hmm. have with you, and your entire point of being there is to challenge that boundary, it's kind of like you're kind of crossing a little weird line. It's you're putting somebody in an uncomfortable situation where they have to deal with you when they've decided that yeah. they don't want to deal with you necessarily. And I know it's like it's the real world, and yeah, you're going to come across people that you don't want to see, whatever. But that's like but them it's still that's not going fair. out of your way to. And you're, what he's saying is basically that my needs and wants are more important than mm-hmm. yours, more or less. Yeah, and it's unfair. Yeah. It's unfair to the, the person who's being, quote-unquote, harassed, in my opinion. Yeah. So, he's creepy. Um, Good. There's a lot of 80s, et cetera, movies that romanticize creepiness. Yeah, I think we spent in, like, American... In American cinema, at the very least, spent at least 30, 40 years... <laughs> romanticizing that shit on the whole in in the in the the popular the popular genre of film i guess you know whatever there's also all these like old stories of oh so-and-so male person um was madly in love with so-and-so female person and this is the 30s or whatever year and so she didn't want him at first, but he kept at it and he kept knocking on her door and sending her flowers and sending her letters until she realized their love or some bullshit yep. story like that. That's just romanticized and made as like this cute for this old couple where the woman definitely didn't want to be in that like 80 year relationship that she's now in. <laughs> or like, um, do you ever see Passengers? No. Oh. Yeah. I'm fucking uncultured swine. Pa- well, Passengers was like a, it's like a newer movie that came out. It was like the, the Jennifer Lawrence and fucking Chris Pratt or whatever. Wait, oh no, I was thinking of Red Eye. <laughs> those, those, are, those are completely different people and a completely different movie in every way. They're not even related except that know, they're sorry. both on some sort of vehicle. That's really the only, it's the only similarity I can think of. 
Sorry. But the, anyway. the the main premise of the movie is that he gets a, he gets woken up from hypersleep basically, right? And he's stuck with like this incredibly long time, like it's some uh, like a hundred years, some ridiculous shit, like fifty or eighty years left to go in this journey to this new planet. And he finds her, like he's alone by himself, and he starts going stir crazy, and he's so stir crazy that he finds her. Like reads her like bio shit that she did for the did thing he know and then her wakes her up. Before? No, no. Why does he, he find her? her? I don't know. I think he like looked through like the like logs or whatever I'm in the like, ship. I don't know who was the hottest. Yeah, he was who like had she's the cute nicest and she seems tits. really cool. But he decides that he's like into her and then wakes her up. But then for most of the movie, doesn't reveal to her. And you think that the resolution of the movie was because they get to this point where only one of them can like get into this like medical pod or whatever to like go back into hypersleep more or less. And it's only made for one person. And it's like, the way that movie should have ended is, spoilers, by the way, the way that movie should have fucking ended is the end of his arc would be like, man, I realize I fucked up. Let me do this, what's right for this Did person. Did he get and into the pod? No, hang on. Oh, God. Okay. What happens is she should get into the pod. She should. They've grown to... They, she finds out that he did this, by the way, and they, she gets obviously really pissed. But they there's a respect that becomes because of some sacrifice he makes throughout the movie. So if she got in the fucking pod, he fucking croaks on the ship, and she goes and starts her new life, that's that's beautiful for both their arcs. Oh, they both They died. both stay in the oh, fucking ship. They grow plants and cinema. shit. Whack. Oh, fucking whack. Yeah. Stupidest gag. fucking... It was like you had the opportunity to make a mature ending, but they're like, nope, we're going to Hollywood the fuck out of it because... Well, because it's Hollywood. So, that just... <laughs> You know what it reminded me of? Breakfast at Tiffany's, if you've ever seen that. No. I suck. You are uncultured swine, goddamn. Okay, well, but I hadn't seen it until I was like 24. This makes me, this reminds me of some dates I went on last year. Oh, my. Date stories. More on what I was talking about before with the old people and the stories from the 30s were like so-and-so basically fucking stalked a woman and harassed her until she gave in and they got married for 80 years. But... <laughs> Because that was romanticized then. That's what happened to like. Imagine a dude like going, please, 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 please. That's for like, definitely for what like happened. Four months until she in was like, like the Fuck! early 1900s. <laughs> Married. Anyway, um, when I was on my like Tinder dating phase, oh, I guess it was like a year and a half ago now, almost two years. It was like, yeah, okay, it's a while ago. Wow. Anyway. It's just the wall. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, one of the one of the sets of dates I went on was with this like physicist from mm. Brazil. I've heard this story. Yes, you've heard the story. And I was actually like I was so turned on at just his the idea of him because he was from Brazil and he went to Cambridge and he's like one of the leading figures in string theory. He like developed the what is it? Um some big paper development on like the third set or something or the third degree. I know nothing about in straight. I have no idea. I, I don't know remember. I, I'm trash. I looked up a bunch about it at the time because I was trying to like seem knowledgeable on it. <laughs> Wait, to a guy but, who literally is like a lead in the field, you're like, let me look this up and seem like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like he's a lead in the certain degree or something like of strength. Like there's first degree and second degree. I think it was like, like the black third. Belt kind of. I don't know. <laughs> Sort of like the third something or other 
he's like has like a published huge paper or something. I don't know. Okay. But it's not huge in science overall, but like in the field, I think he's pretty well known. Anyway, he was in Princeton to give like some speeches. Definitely just gave that guy's identity away. It's fine. You did. You were like, I'm not going to say this person's name, but let me describe the most specific set of like, well, it can only be like three I will people in the world. withhold most of the details of our couple of dates. The part that creeped me out was after going on two dates, which were just like, you know, let's get dinner and a drink or two and that's it kind of thing. Get to know each other in Princeton. He had picked up from my conversations i talk about our friend crystal a little bit and she's one of my close friends and i was doing videos whatever with her for youtube he found her on my facebook page and messaged her and asked her for my address so he could send me flowers and i don't know i just i think that's a little fucking creepy it's a little much it's a little creepy it's a little much it's a little it's a it's creepy it's stalkery and i don't think he had any malintent it's just it was fucking creepy like that's one of those things that like on the one hand you could say oh that's that's kind of romantic but it requires you to do kind of a creepy and Uh semi-invasive thing you know so it's like that's the thing you like i wouldn't be nearly as creeped out if it had been like he had been to my place at least once yeah and like maybe he went there and knew where i lived because i invited him there And then send flowers. Like, it still, I think, would have been too soon for just random shower or random flower arrival. But it wouldn't be creepy. It would just kind of be, like, clingy then. It wouldn't be creepy. This was creepy because he, like, remembered a friend's name that I talked about, found her on my Facebook page, and messaged her asking for my address. That's creepy. Yeah. What? I think most of like the the things that you do like that people do with Facebook like you ever have somebody who you met once and like they find you on Facebook like fucking immediately somehow? Oh, I do that. Like I'm weird. No, but I mean like someone that you don't even remember saying your own fucking name. Oh, never mind that. Like, shit that like I don't that. Do. Like yeah, I take like, it about, I take it all back. Yeah, like I mean obviously they had to know your fucking name. I mean there's no way they could just find you like without No, what I was thinking of was dating wise, I'm always pretty good at finding somebody's Facebook. <laughs> I don't think I usually do that. But honestly, like, if you're not willing to be Facebook friends with me after two dates, come on. You went on a second date with me. You don't want to be Facebook friends? I don't think I'm Facebook friends with the I'm last Facebook friends with fucking people I don't give two shits about. It's fair. <laughs> but that's also just me. Yeah. Some people treat Facebook differently. Yeah, some people don't give that much a fuck about Facebook either. Like, yeah. there's people that, like, you know, they barely go on it. Or they have one just because yeah. everybody has one, but they're like, eh. Fuck that. Yeah, true. Uh, so I might be a little creepy in that regard. You're creepy. I'm just creepy. You're creep. Sorry. Someone told me once, keep, though, that I like, keep towing your knee. I, I don't care that much. <laughs> My knee will be okay. There's worse things you could do to it, I think. Probably. What the fuck was I saying? I was saying something. I don't remember what it was. Let me say. Yo. Secret to Tinder. For um, women looking for those smart guys. Here we go. Use it while you're close to a university that is known for smart guys and women, but, you know, also guys. Yeah, I think that's my problem. I live next to Rutgers. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so the pool I get is Rutgers and New York City. 
it's not a great pool. Wow, haterade. For those of you who don't know the uh, complexities of New Jersey and its uh, demographics, um, and what's uh, so psychographics? Sure, bro. Yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, um, you got North Jersey, you got South Jersey, you got Central Jersey. Central is a thing. Shut the fuck up, North and South Jersey. Fuck well, you. Yeah, Central Jersey doesn't exist. It very much does. It's very uh, identifiable um, in many different ways. Because it's in the center. Go figure. Well, yeah, but there's also like different mindsets kind of in the middle-ish region. Yeah. Well, um, Central Jersey is like the waistline. Yeah. It's where the fucking stupid-ass state anyway, um are. South Jersey is home to a lot of um, different-minded folk than uh, oh. how the state typically... Um, Leans, we'll say. Oh, Kelsey, whatever do you mean? Hmm. And uh, Hamilton is a bit of a spillover of that South Jersey-ness. Okay, she's talking shit about South Jersey, so <laughs> anybody who wants to fucking destroy her... It's fine. It's not me. It's I don't like me. South Jersey very much. Huh? I don't like South Jersey very much. I have I have family in South Jersey. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm shit-talking them then. Well, you're not shit-talking them specifically, necessarily. Am I not... Right, though, in that South Jersey is kind of like Swampland, Redneckville. <laughs> I don't know. I don't usually hang out with rednecks when I go to South Jersey. Yeah. Seeing as my family's I know not so, rednecks. I know, a, I know a person from South Jersey that's not a redneck. I got a story. Zach. Zach? He's not from South Jersey. He just lives there. Now. Who the fuck's Zach? Fucking. Miller? Yeah. I don't know Zach Miller. I just thought. No, Zach Miller. Wait. I might. Because I know the name, obviously, because it came yeah. to my mind. I don't know. He's in Sick Shit. Fuck yeah, Sick Shit. Sick Shit? Download their EP? And all the other shit they probably have and stuff. <laughs> Go see their shows. They play thousands of them. <laughs> fucking play shows every What does the EP week. stand for? Extended Play. Oh, I didn't even know if you had an EP. I just assumed. Who? Like Sick Shit. Oh, I'm pretty sure they have several. Okay, I just assumed. I was like, download their EP. <laughs> Bar CD? Yeah, they fucking that shit. Okay. Shit. Have you ever used 4chan for dating? That's the weirdest question you've ever asked me, and I don't wish to be friends anymore. Please leave. Because I have. You were the worst person I've... Ew, you <laughs> fucking gross shit. It's what happens when I drink. I'm She's so sorry. like, by the way, I use 4chan for dating. Also, I don't anymore. It's definitely a bad idea now. Now? Okay, but before... <laughs> but... All right, well, before there were, like, really popular dating apps, like Tinder and stuff, it was just the basics, like, fucking OkCupid or some shit. I don't know. Which, it by wasn't... the way, what? Of, the, of the dating apps, I OkCupid, I find the least annoying. OkCupid costs money now if you want to send messages. No, it doesn't. It did for me. doesn't for me. You were probably grandfathered in. I think the new account, because I went to send a message to somebody, and it's like, do you want to pay? Yeah, fuck that. I must... I'm serious, because like, I only just downloaded it and signed up like a couple months ago, and it was like, if you want to send a message to this person, you have to be a whatever member, and you Wait, have to pay for that are shit. are you sure you're not talking about Plenty of Fish or whatever the fuck? Yeah, Plenty of Fish is free. Yo, Because really? that's what I... Plenty of Fish is what I started on as a dating app, and then I moved to Tinder. I could have sworn I sent messages on OkCupid, like fucking literally... No, but like I heard no. Somebody else I was talking to about this told me that they think they were grandfathered in. Where if like you had an account before whatever date, like you were able to send messages, but like their new accounts, they require like a premium membership. Really? Yeah. So you can match with people, 
but you can't fucking message them. It's fucking stupid. The yeah. one advantage of them is that you can message them without you can message them without matching. That's like the upside and the downside of it. No, it doesn't like not matching wise. It's just you have to pay. No, I know. Yeah, but I'm saying like the one advantage was that you could just message people. I kind of so like the Tinder structure of matching. Well, that's because it's it favors. It's it's it favors women in, in yeah. only in the sense that you wind up getting more matches as a woman than you do as a dude. I will say, also for me, uh-huh. very few women match with me. Why? I think women in general just reject most. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. <laughs> so, like, I match to. with almost every man that I swipe right on. Basically. Ninety percent of women that I swipe left, or sorry, that I swipe right on, swipe left on me. That's like, yeah, that's that's kind of the experience. So it's not just like men to women; it's it's women to everybody. It's like the output of women, I think. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think we're more like we critical. All right, yeah. what do you got to talk about, Justin? Huh? I don't fucking shit penis. Um, let's talk about why everything looks phallic. Is it just that human beings are obsessed with dicks? No, I think we're just making things out to be phallic that are just cylindrical shaped. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everything that's phallic, it's just a cylinder. <laughs> like that's it. It's only it's only just vaguely looks like a dick. Like a dick's just like a like a it's a primitive it's a primitive shape. A primitive <laughs> form, I guess you could call it. A shape is two dimensional. Huh. Art students and stuff. But uh <laughs> Speaking of dicks and art students, fucking, the, <laughs> there was this dude, did I ever tell you about this? There's this one nude model at, at my college that, like, he was like this really skinny looking dude with like kind of like short curly hair. Like he had like TJ's hair kind of. Because mm. I know all of you know TJ. Mm. Um, <laughs> fucking... And he just, he was like, I don't even know how old he was, but he was just like kind of wrinkly, but he, and he was really skinny. And he, I just remember he drank an entire two liter of cola every session and he's posing. <laughs> there's time, there's time during the session that he was posing, not moving. And I swear to God, this man finished two liters of soda somehow, <laughs> but he just had like, he was like fully shaved. So his dong just looked mad, like, like majestic. Like it, <laughs> he was like, he was the most manicured, like sixty-five-year-old human being. And just this is weird, like elephant schlong. <laughs> Don't you boo elephant schlongs? <laughs> How dare you? I just need to use a soundboard, but only for that sound, and then like maybe a fart noise here and there. Yeah. Wait, let's see what else. You're gonna oh. hear my crunching. Be, luck, be glad that none of you can see the face that was just made at me while this creature crunched her fucking one of those fucking peas. String beans. String peas. You're a string pea. You're a pea string. Now what? <laughs> Hashtag piss up a rope something or other. Has anyone ever said that to you? Piss up a rope? Mm-mm. My mom used to say that. Apparently that's a thing. But like, Never heard of it. Your mom's dumb. <laughs> wow, good job, Kelsey. What a good yo mama joke. Never invited your mama's again. dumb. Yo mama's dumb. Good job. <laughs> so sophisticated. You don't want to know what the, I don't even want to read the next topic I have on this list. It's bad. I'm serious. Yeah. I don't want to be serious. It's going to make me sad. What's the list? Hmm? 
It's the last topic. What's the last topic? I don't want to say. Oh, what is it? Because I'd like to talk about it, but it... All right, fuck it, we're going to talk about it. So, literally, it says why most Americans don't know Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. Oh, God. Because, holy shit. Puerto Rico just got fucked up by the weather. Hardcore. Motherfuckers are out there without... You know, the availability of food and water because they live on a goddamn island and it's difficult to, you know, get things to them because they have to be shipped. And they're taxed like a state, but not given the provisions of the state. Right. For some reason. Territories. Hashtag territories. That modern colonialism. I was actually looking up today, like, why Puerto Rico isn't a state yet. Because a lot of them don't want to be a state. No, a lot of them do. Uh, the last vote was 97% of oh, Puerto Ricans that voted wanted to be a state mm, then i'm ignorant i thought it's on congress now mm. and they just don't give a shit i'm pretty sure oh i mean yeah congress doesn't care about something yeah it's, yeah it's and fine. actually it would probably benefit republicans people think that if they voted in presidential etc um they would be leaning republican why yeah flood puerto rican way like they don't like trump well, but I most mean... but general like normal republican candidates Regular shit humans. Yeah. Well, not all Republicans are shit humans. I'm not going to say that because I don't think that's true. Yeah. Uh, Republicans in um, politics. The, the the Republicans that are currently in the administration are shit. Yeah. Well, uh, that's not saying much. Yeah. The current administration is a fucking embarrassment. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because I think... It actually just went up for another vote in 2007, yeah, this year. What, Puerto Rico being a state? Yeah, like, they voted on it, and mm-hmm. they think that was where the 97% came from. I just looked it up today, because I was like, why is Puerto Rico not a fucking state? And yeah, it's like, Congress would have to, like, vote on it, and it's not a fucking priority. Oh. What is a priority? Giving themselves more raises? Yeah. Probably. Well, because the thing is, it doesn't benefit us in the sense of their pocket. Well, it, it benefits us, like, as a whole country kind of thing. It doesn't benefit politicians because, like, it's just going to be less money from some source or whatever, you know. I hate politics. It really sucks. Puerto Rico is treated like shit. Yeah. I mean, all of our territories are treated like shit. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the. It's kind of a thing with being a territory of a fucking colonialist fucking... Yeah. I mean, some people's argument is, well, but the, the flag has 50 stars on it. You can't change that. That's like a legitimate argument. Not legit, but that's an argument that people legitimately have. Oh, my God. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Who cares, you know? Oh, we'll have to replace all of our flag paraphernalia. Oh, no. Then maybe we can get back to not putting flags on napkins and fucking boxer shorts. It's like, oh, my God. I mean, and really, dude, it's really not that big a deal. I mean, it's not that big of a change. We're still going to be clearly identifiable as a U.S. flag. Yeah, we still have a kind of a weird flag. (laughs) So, like, I mean, think about, can you think of any other flag that kind of looks like the American flag? Not that are off by, like, one star. You know, it's not like one star is going to make our flag unidentifiable. No, it's not like we're like, you know, like there's a couple flags that look almost exactly identical. Just there's one minor detail. I mean, there was a flag in. um, I want to say Arkansas that I saw on my road trip of bullshit. (laughs) My road trip of bullshit. That had like 31 stars on it. That had like 31 stars on it. 31? I don't know. It was like an older flag and they were flying and it was just interesting. Oh, but before they got to 50? 
Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's it been was a at bunch some like historical before. monument thing I went to, and it still looked mostly like the American flag. Like it was not. If you glanced at it, it was the U.S. flag. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. like some crazy different flag. They didn't. They didn't build in like the ability for the flag to be a. They kind of built in some 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 uh, some errors, not errors, but um, some overhead into the flag. Mm-hmm. They made it so. I mean, why would you ever want to represent every single state? I mean, I mean, in other aren't there other countries' territory lines change pretty pretty commonly? They're pretty mm-hmm. they're pretty um pretty bold to think. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna stick with this. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. And every time we get something new, we're gonna have to remake the entire flag. Yeah. I guess they're they're giving some jobs. We to, should uh, just put one star for one United Nation. Like the Lone Star State has shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's been done. We should just get away from stars. We need to represent Circle. our states with other things. Yeah. Oranges. Like, like the earth. Like the earth. But not spheres. Only flat circle discs. Did we talk about flat earth we on the actual podcast yet? I don't think we've talked about flat <laughs> we earth. We just talked earthers. about it beforehand. We did. We've been talking about flat earth for quite some time. And flat earthers. I gotta eat the string bean first. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give an introduction on flat earthing. So <laughs> So there's a there there are groups of individuals, for those of you that are not aware, that in the modern era, and I'm talking about twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen, I'm talking about talking about now that think the earth is not actually a sphere or round but is actually a flat disc that flies through space and some of the theories there are multiple theories about how flat earth functions but my favorite is that flat earth is a disc that's flying through space like if you stuck a like if you're spinning a plate on a on a on a stick like a circus performer that that axis where the stick is is like the Earth flies through space on that direction, and that's what keeps everything from falling off. Yeah, fuck that noise. That's the stupidest <laughs> thing ever. There's so many things. It's actually very interesting. There's certain things that are subtle about their uh, their things, like they've changed hemispheres from hit to hemiplanes. That's one of the cutest things I think I saw <laughs> on flat earthing. But so, so yeah. What was the specific? Uh, All right. What so, was yours truly over here. I've um, infiltrated <laughs> a flat earth undercover flat earth group on Facebook. Um, more or less, I just stalk the group's posts and make <laughs> observations. Um, basically, um, what I didn't realize about flat earth and its whole theory, or not a theory, but you know, I- ideology, I guess. Philosophizing. Yeah, what what I hadn't realized about it before is a lot of these people what they believe with the flat earth quote unquote theory is that it means that we have a greater purpose that there is a god that we're the center of the universe cuz previously i just thought it was like oh we're just it's just a flat earth because fuck science right <laughs> but no the whole Fuck's a face. main a main point of the flat earth thing is is that yes we are the center of the universe and there is a greater power at hand and we are really important and a lot of the arguments against the spherical earth in this group kind of resolve, revolve around this idea of with the spherical earth there's no importance we're just specks in a universe that won't matter you know a couple hundred thousand years from now 
and this idea of like insignificance. And so I think a lot of the flat earth community comes from these people that they need to feel important. They need to feel like their life has meaning. It's very similar to religion. No, it definitely doesn't have meaning. Um, It's very similar to religion, but I think the thing with the flat earth is it gives these people some bit of like, quote unquote, science. It's not real science, but they see it as science behind their idea that we have purpose. Like, it's like religion, but with science, except for the science is bullshit. Yeah. It's science without logic. That's the weird thing. It's kind of like if you just made up stuff that sounds factual. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't like reference it as if it's magic, you reference it as if it's fact and been proven, but you didn't do the steps to actually prove the thing. Because a lot of people need religion because they need to feel like there's some greater meaning. Yeah. But there's really not. It fucking, everything's fucking pointless. Well, all it meaning sucks. is, is, is ascribed. It's, if, if you have any meaning in your life, it's because you've, you've created meaning. Yeah. Like, you're, even if your meaning in life is to, like, you know, have kids and raise them. Okay, you're perpetuating the species. You're not actually doing mm-hmm. you're not actually doing that much. The process might be interesting. Mm-hmm. And that meaning I don't think has any less value. But when you talk about value, that's something that humans have made up anyway. Yeah. And that's actually, like, personally, I've tried to make my purpose in life to just try and make the human species go on as long as possible in whatever ways I can aid in that. Popping out babies. I've decided popping out babies is probably not the best way for me, but instead educating the babies that others pop out. There you go. There you go. And actually, yeah, making more babies <laughs> at this point is is probably doing a detriment because we're yeah. approaching the point by which the Earth won't be able to support this many humans. Yeah. Yeah. Look that up and get real sad. It's it's nice. <laughs> it's great. I think okay. ten billion is when we're like. Even I don't if know. I think, if I remember correctly, I think maybe Vsauce might have talked about it. Probably. Vsauce talks about everything. But um, <laughs> Vsauce here. <laughs> Michael here. Oh, okay. I thought you're right. He, he doesn't call himself Vsauce. <laughs> yeah. He has a he has a name. I'm the worst. It's Michael. Michael here. Yeah. But um, <laughs> he says Vsauce Michael here. That's what he says. But, they, they had a discussion, I believe, where they were talking about how if humans were completely efficient with our resources, we would be donezo at 10 billion. We would not, it would not be sustainable. However, humans are not as perfectly efficient. We're trash and we waste a bunch of shit. And we buy five sides at Boston Market when we really only need two. I'm going to eat those eventually. Yo, bro, there's so many sides. <laughs> like, why are there so many sides? Because I wanted to taste test. Mm. Okay. By the way, yes. Justin has not tasted the mediocrity, mediocrity, mediocrity. the mediocrity, of okra, mediocre, of steak and shake yet. <laughs> and so we will be testing that on Wait, a I didn't future know it was podcast. To be mediocre. I thought it was. No, what? it's great, but in a like fast food sense. Oh. So it's great in a mediocre sense. It's great in a sense that it's not great. Yeah. Great. All right. The thing about Steak and Shake is it's, well, it's not, the thing is it's not open here during this time. They just opened two Steak and Shakes near us, but they're only open till like 10 PM. The real Steak and Shakes are open 24 seven and from two to 5 AM, they got free fucking shakes with the purchase uh, or it's like, it's some cheap deal. It's like free shakes with the purchase of a steak burger or whatever. But that sounds pretty gnarly. It's awesome because you go to Steak and Shake at three in the morning and you sit in the parking lot with your best friend and you talk about stupid shit. And it's great. Where did you? Oh, in, in uh, <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah, I was like, where? When have you experienced this? In- I lived in Tennessee for a year. 
Steak and Shake. I decided we did not live in Tennessee awesome. for a year. Because Tennessee... My rent was cheap as fuck. Far. Far. I had a 1,100-foot, uh, uh, square-foot apartment, two-bedroom, yeah. for 700 a month. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think you're cool in a nice with area. Your, with your... In a nice area. Oh, yeah? The bad area would have been 500 a month. Is, are there nice areas of Tennessee? Yes. It was right outside of Memphis. It was it was more populated than it is where we are here. Is it? Yes, it was. Hmm. It was a lot more busy. Yeah. Because I was right outside of the 13th or 19th largest city in the U.S. I don't know. Memphis is pretty big. What's the largest city in the U.S.? Is it L.A.? New York or L.A.? Oh, well, largest or most populated? Most populated. Most populated, I think, might be New York. Probably New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think LA fucks in New York. Yeah. But Memphis is up there, basically. It's in the top 20. I'm curious. And so I was kind of like right on the outskirts, you know? So like still pretty populated, but not in the city. Did you know that um, my feet have been 10 feet off the beal? Off the what? The beal. Do you not know what the beal is? No, you're the, you mean Jessica? No. Have you heard of Walking in Memphis, the song? No. Walking in Memphis, something, something. I don't know. Yeah, that. Ten feet off the beal. I don't know. We're not including that. I'll kill you. Oh, I will so include that. I'll be the one uploading these podcasts. I will be the one editing the I'll edit it out. Something, something, something else. With my feet ten feet off the beal. Okay, explain it, you fuck, because I don't know what you're talking about. It's a street in Memphis. Oh. Why would your feet be ten feet off the beal? Because you're on the sidewalk. Ten feet in the air? No, like you're ten feet to the side. Oh, ten feet. That might not be the lyrics, but I think those are the lyrics. I thought it was like ten feet off. When you say ten feet, it's usually off the ground somehow. No, like he's on the sidewalk. It's a country song. I'm not... (laughs) Walking in May. Oh yeah, it's New York then LA. The two large cities. Where's Memphis? Where is Memphis? On the list. Oh, it's not in the top twenty. Are you serious? Nope, it's twenty-five. Ugh. Then Nashville is twenty-four. Lol. Just Wait, barely. Memphis is bigger than Nashville? Population-wise, yes. Nice. No, 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 no. It's not. Nashville's bigger. Sorry. Oh, okay. Nashville's bigger by like eight thousand. One of the cool things about living in Memphis was Boston. going to Nashville. Was kind of like if you live in New Jersey and you go to D.C. for the day. Oh. In Memphis, you go to Nashville for the day for like a day trip. Do people go to D.C. for the day here? I've done that before. A couple times. I go to New York for the day. But well, like... New York, yeah, but D.C. is like that three-hour drive, you know, like where you can oh, go for a four. It's like three hours. Yeah, okay. Nashville is like three hours from Memphis. Oh, okay. So it was like that nice kind of just not too far enough or too far, you know, yeah. where you can go for a day trip kind of bullshit. Sure. All right, you ready? What the motherfuck? (laughs) Just so like mid 80s, like. Yeah. 
Don't get it. That's it. Thought the snake was floating above their street. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure when he said 10 feet off the beal, he was referring to being on the sidewalk. <laughs> or like in the bar. Like in the bar, the like on the beal street, but like he's inside of a bar. <laughs> I just, I'd like to imagine he's on a, in a helicopter, but just flying just 10 feet <laughs> off the street no. through the middle of fucking Memphis. Oh my god, there was a bar on the on Beale Street that had a tower, like a small winding tower, maybe like six feet diameter, that winded up and a goat would like just walk up it, like a real life goat. Why? I don't know. But I was at this bar and it's just, there's just this goat that just was like walking up. Why did that poor goat have to walk in that tower? I don't know, like I think I don't know. Was it cursed by a dragon? Like, I don't understand. And actually, now that I think about it, that was probably in, like, my lost files of Snapchats and shit. Because, like, my phone, shortly after I moved back from Tennessee, my phone fucking shit itself because I was at MAGFest. Or no, I was at KatsuCon. And I was at a rave. And I was drunk as fuck. And I put my phone in my boob pocket and it just flew the fuck out and crashed and died. And I lost like a year's worth of shit, mostly from my life in Tennessee. (laughs) So anything I hadn't posted like online was pretty much lost. Can I ask you a couple questions about Katsukon? Yeah. How smelly was it? How what? How smelly was it? Normal convention smelly? Okay. I've just heard, like, legendary B.O. I've heard of legendary B.O. Oh, there's, like, regular B.O. Dude, I don't know. I just, that's one thing Who told you that? A bunch of people. (sighs) Mm. So back on Flat Earth, one of the biggest things Uh, I see from the Flat Earth community is, oh, it's uh, it's CGI. Oh, yeah, everything is CGI. Everything is CGI. It's Um, all CGI. Everything from an asshole is CGI. Yeah. Pictures of Earth are CGI. Um, Australia is not real. And fish islands. And everything's a fish islands, apparently. Every, Every lens. camera that goes into the, is it the at, the upper atmosphere? I don't know what it's called. But like, you know, like right above Earth kind of thing. Where you're just starting to see that curvature. Oh, it's a fish island. Yeah, apparently it's impossible to send the fish islands into um, low Earth orbit. Because um, they explode. If your lens does not have a, a convex shape, I believe, um, right, a strongly convex shape, it will disintegrate in the upper atmosphere, just in case you were wondering. We're also, I think these people don't think that looking at the sun is harmful. Yeah, that's what we were trying to, like, the conversation we are having before was, what did they say? They said, um... They were on a rant about how... The original post was that the education that Neil deGrasse Tyson says that the education system has failed us and that like that's an explanation for flat earth believers. And somebody kind of reacted to that as like, yeah, the educational system failed at indoctrinating some of us and blah, blah, blah. Basically saying that they failed to persuade people to believe in spherical earth. To not be sheep. And one of the things they listed was the educational system failed to 
convince them or something to not look at the sun directly yeah or something basically saying that like it is safe to look at the sun it's just that the big big science quote-unquote doesn't want you to look at the sun because you might discover that the sun is only like a couple hundred miles away or something yeah like that's the other thing that's weird they think the sun is 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 much closer to earth they think that the sun is literally like just kind of sort of meandering above earth they think it's in the the snow globe of whatever the flat earth is is there supposed to be a snow globe around well it's not a snow but it's kind of like a dome-ish shape yeah and all this and all the stars are just on the edge of the dome and the sun and the the stars in the sky are on the edge of the dome and then the sun and the moon just kind of circle around each other which then makes no sense for eclipses which is funny because and they're because they're supposed to be inside the dome which is funny because then somebody posed that question in the group on one of those posts about this. It was just like a gif of the sun and the moon kind of circling around. And somebody's like, how do eclipses uh, you know, work with this model? And they're like, oh, well, sometimes the moon moves in front of the sun. Oh, yeah. Just sometimes <laughs> it's like, yeah, that thing we've been doing, fuck that shit. I'm going to do something totally it's different for no so reason. Dumb. And yeah, now this is how it's going to be for today. And then go oh right back. Oh my god, it's just so dumb. Like how many fucking caveats do you have to make for something to like? Uh, that kind of annoys me that they didn't have at least a more clever explanation. Because one thing that's hilarious is reading the explanations because some of them are almost clever in the way that they're ridiculous. But like, like I'm trying to think of an example. I remember I read some shit. Some dude wanted this like eight page like rant about like how like people kept asking for for math when he was saying i believe that the earth is flat and they're like bro use some math about gravity and they're like so first of all math is made up like he literally started out by saying that math isn't real and i'm like how do you how do you start your argument with the entire institution of math is a hoax mm-hmm. numbers in fact are a hoax. like that are you kidding me? Like that's Well, these people don't believe that gravity is a thing. They think gravity is a hoax. But what okay, then then I don't understand what do they think Magic. They think it's God. Oh no, never mind. I remember what they think keeps things on the earth is it flying through space like disc flat flying through space. It's pressing down on us like on a roller coaster or some shit. Cute, but no. But it's just also like... magic, because a lot of their like I've seen posts that are like It'll be a picture of like um, an ocean skyline and then a bunch of clouds and stuff. And it's like gravity for the water. No gravity for the clouds. And it's like gravity disproven. <sighs> like, oh, my God. Do you not there was a ball in the buoyancy? air. Gravity is disproven. Oh, yeah. And there's all those videos where people just pour water over a ball. And oh, yeah. It and doesn't like, stick to the ball. Oh, <laughs> if it was a uh, sphere, how would the water stay on? <laughs> It has to do with mass, you fucking idiots. You have mm-hmm. a ball that's not massive. If the ball was that massive, ugh, I hate mm-hmm. you. And you know what's funny about that is that you can very easily prove that gravity is only really that effective on, on, on large-scale objects. Yeah, gravity's pretty weak. Yeah, you prove it every day, every time you jump. If you lift yourself off the ground by a foot, you're literally in that moment. Exerting a force that is stronger than like, the gravitational force mm-hmm. between you and the Earth for that moment. Mm-hmm. And the Earth is fucking massive. Even if you think the Earth is flat, it's still huge. So to, to somehow think there's some fucking connection between pouring a little water on a tiny fucking foam ball, I should fucking throat punch you for that. 
Ah, I knew who you all were. <laughs> yeah, Flat Earth is pretty trash. I kind of wish... I wish I could send people that think Flat Earth is real to a place where, like... Like, I wish I could send them to a flat planet. Like, I know it couldn't possibly exist, but I, like, wish that there was a flat planet, and I wish I could send them to it. And I, I just would love to see what they thought about actually living on a flat planet. I wish... Sending people into space to observe Earth was inexpensive and we're, safe. We're getting there. Yeah. Well, no. We're getting there. Because then you could just literally send them. Be like, hey, you don't think the Earth is fucking round? Here we go. You know what they'll do? They have to. They have to be able to look out the window the entire time. There's no way they can't. If they can't yeah. look out the window the entire time, they won't believe you. Or they'll think it's. Mm-hmm. You know what? They'll probably just think they're LCD screens or some shit. Send them outside. If you could feasibly get people to spacewalk safely, which it would not be a thing. Yeah, that's true. Because even if you had a thing over their face, like just a see-through glass field, they would say it was CGI. Mm-hmm. But there has to be glass between them and space. Otherwise, they'll die. Maybe we should send them anyway. <laughs> I swear to God, one of the things I read was that NASA puts CGI in all telescopes that are sold. Okay. You can build a telescope. Yeah. Because I've seen Saturn in a telescope. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I have too. It's dope. It's so cool. And people are like, oh, it's CGI. They That's actually implant CGI into the telescope. They like, implant CGI. How do you I implant CGI? That's not how that... That's not how Everything... I mean, they might have been trolling, but uh, everything is CGI in the flatter community. <laughs> Nothing is real. I'd love to live in a world where they don't think that, like... Uh, but like one thing I don't It's understand. their excuse for humans having meaning and no, I don't know. We don't We don't. We suck and the universe is gonna expand into nothingness eventually and eventually. nothing will matter. We'll all be dead by then though, so it's uh-huh. okay. Human race will have destroyed itself by then. Honestly, I'll be surprised if we survive past our lifetime. I'd be pretty bummed if I get to see the end of the world. It'd suck, yeah. You kind of suck. Especially if we're living in a simulation. Dude, I think we are. Dude, you know what? Does it matter? No. I just like, think it's I, fascinating. I think it's interesting, too, but, like... It wouldn't change how I lived. No, because, I mean, if it's a simu- I mean, we... But I'm pretty sure it is, statistically speaking. I think... The, I don't know. The, the argument seems kind of odd to me. You're t- it's, it doesn't have to do with the fact that there's an infinite number of universes. No, no, it's if anyone, if there's a universe capable like ours, like capable of eventually having the technology to make a simulated universe just like ours in which there are self whatevering beings, then there are infinite possibilities for that type of simulation with like within simulations kind of thing. Right, but there's only like one possibility of us being the one. Yeah, like what are the chances we're the original? The I don't fucking know. Like terrible. But if we but yo, I want to know what would be the benefit of making a simulation of a society where there's literally no other mm, It's going to happen though. Overhead. No, it was like where there's literally no other life close enough like that's observable. But I guess that makes sense because it's uh, you're generating. If you're, if you're simulating a whole universe, you don't want to have to. Uh... It's 
a lot of uh, that, yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> i, I just, was thinking maybe if we just start mass manufacturing recording devices we don't do that already no like even more recording devices because that would require more um, processing power. Would it, though? Would I don't even, Probably what, not. What kind of computer? You don't even know if it's con- technically even like a computer, quote unquote, mm-hmm. as we think of it, that would be able to support an entire supported universe. Because the thought is that like, if somebody's not looking at it, it doesn't need to exist in that moment. So the computer doesn't need to have it generated in that moment until it's being observed. Didn't they do that in an episode of Rick and Morty? <laughs> Probably, but isn't that how isn't that how the quantum universe works? Until it's observed, it could be either A or B. Yeah, but isn't that only observing because, it makes it what it is? But isn't that only because we don't know? Because it because it. I don't know because I'm a little drunk right now, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> they've shown that in the quantum universe. Observing it is what makes it what it is. And before that, it could actually be either A or B. Like, it isn't defined until you observe it. Like, actually, it it itself does not define itself until it's observed. And would that not be indicative of a simulation? It would be similar, sure. I'd be fucked up. Holy shit. Is that why the quantum universe is the way it is? Hashtag drunk facts. No. Holy shit. Wait. <laughs> That makes so much sense. I've never thought about it that way before. But that is so similar to like the idea of a simulated universe where like you don't have to define it until somebody observes it because you're wasting processing power. Sure. (gasps) (laughs) Yo, if someone did simulate every universe. Has nobody thought of that? I'm sure someone's thought of that. I've never heard that said to me before. Like, I've never heard somebody say it like that. Like, because when, when anybody's talked about the quantum universe and that whole, like, A, B, and it doesn't define itself until you observe it, I've never heard somebody say that in connection with the simulation theory. Send an email to Elon Musk. Like, hey, no, I'm sure they've thought hey, of it. Bitch. They probably, you know, no, they know, but they're not telling us. <laughs> they fucking, they've been unplugged from the fucking Matrix and they know. Honestly, dude, I would, I'd be kind of bummed. I think I'd be kind of bummed at the same time and not be bummed to learn that I live in a simulated universe. But I have so many questions. The thing that sucks is that somebody could unplug us at any time. Because if you're just a simulation yourself, there's no going to something else in the unplug. If you're, you're a just done yourself, yeah. But are we all simulations, or are there are we like? Probably were just simulations. But wouldn't you think that it'd be more like, why would they, what would be the purpose of having one? A game or to see what unfolds. But like that, to that, see that how self-driven. No, there don't have to be. There's no games without users. No game like in a, they control maybe like mass things. They're, or like a fucking. There's not users in like the matrix sense. Like I was it, thinking, like, Reboot. Oh, I didn't see Reboot. You never watched Reboot? No. Dude, what do you watch? You know, nothing, apparently. Bad person. But I think most people agree that are into this whole thing that it's more likely that we're just... We are also a simulation ourselves, so, like, there's nothing for us to go to outside of the simulation. There's no body for us to go to. Well, it's kind of like how when, you know, those beings that created this universe die, there's no afterlife for them to go to, so I guess that's kind of fitting. 
Yeah. What if in that universe there is a god? That'd be funny. I would laugh, honestly, if it, like, you know, they, they've received <laughs> proof, that, like, in their universe that there's a god, yeah. and they're like, hey, man, that's pretty dope that somebody made us. Let's just make a whole fucking other universe, because we can do that now. Mm-hmm. I would laugh. I kind of be, but I kind of be weird. Does that mean that if some, if there's another set of beings that created our universe, they would be what we, what the ancient man and well, I guess some modern man, whatever, would consider God, right? But like, there are gods, right? They would be our gods, mm-hmm. but like, but like, kind of, because like. I would be curious to see if it was like, hey, they just started a simulation to see like what would happen. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, let's that just see where's likely. life going to pop up. Oh, this random ass fucking planet. And I'd be curious to see the similarities between their universe and ours. Would it be like some exhibit? Mm-hmm. Like their civilization is so advanced. This is like something that probably they take kids to see for the curiosity. Well, it depends of it. on how often they've done it already. If we're the first of their simulations or if they've done it multiple times. Because if it's like the first of their simulations or the only, because it's possible they decided to only do it once and see what happens kind of thing, then it would probably be in like a lab somewhere. But I would imagine if it was the first of our simulations, it wouldn't be successful. True. Their simulations. But then again, how do you define success at the simulation? It depends on what their goals were. Would their goals be to like generate like to, to have life develop and maybe that's why maybe we are one of the first ones and we're so crappy and that's why it only happened in one place as opposed to <laughs> oh what if they're trying to figure out how life starts naturally because well, a lot of, of science reasons. the sciencey people say that it's they're trying to discover their own history right and how their own history unfolded kind of thing and they're trying to what are they trying to like simulate it kind of, of thing yeah. but i don't i think it would more just be like let's just yeah, see, like, what are the conditions that would start life? Yeah. But technically, don't we kind of know those conditions? What? Don't we kind of know those conditions? Well, I mean, and just in observing it, I don't know. Maybe. Like, maybe from an a, interest standpoint. Maybe it's just for fun. Who knows? Yeah, it's some. it could just be some kid in his computer dicking around. Some 10th grade project. Maybe that's why humans' boobs are so big. Compared, if you look compared to like all other animals, the human tits are ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's us and I don't remember what the other animals for tits. I know the other animal for like penises is like dolphins. I think have the biggest. Did you know that monkeys size? have very large balls? <laughs> That's a true fact. Did you know that monkeys have very large balls? They do. I did I did know that there's some large monkey balls. Yeah. And for whatever reason, humans as we developed from monkeys, the balls got smaller. Now, do we have on average smaller <laughs> testicles than monkeys? Yeah. We have smaller testicles. But our penises are, are superior, I think. Yes. Or well, they're larger Indeed. on average. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's that's larger on average, uh, in relation to your the size of your, your, your body. It's not like you can't like compare directly inches mm-hmm. to inches with uh with gorillas because <laughs> if you well if you do you'll still win so i think we're a simulation <laughs> personally gorilla penis yeah and recently i've taken up the interest in how do we break it if, dude if no one's broken it by now yeah but who's tried come on 
how do you re- how do you get like a global effort to break the simulation? But if you don't, Which, how it works, we don't want to break, break it. it. We would we don't want to break it because then we cease to exist. But dude, if there's a gigantic observable universe that we're in and we're a tiny speck of, I don't think we take up that much processing power. Think about that. Yeah, but it it's possible that we don't have to that universe doesn't have to render until we observe it or till we're looking at it or whatever. Maybe, but like it's very possible we are a focused study. But they still have to keep track of those things. They can't just have them suddenly come into being. Like there has to be some sort of there can't be like these gaps because that happens sometimes if you have you have a, a thing that doesn't occur until it's like there's a player character in an area but like that means that like suddenly rain starts now i'm looking at you grand theft auto 3 and shit <laughs> or you would go under a bridge and rain would stop and then you'd go outside the bridge and it'd suddenly be raining again and it'd be like you guys fucked that up like yeah. That's not exactly how rain works, you know. Like I feel like we would have noticed that. Shit but they by could now. just have like an algorithm for randomly generating universe as we look at it. I guess. I mean, video games do that now. What's that video game that had a really like hyped up everything? Don't and be then... this way. Yeah. It's No Man's Sky. I just... Yeah, that. But that's a little different because <laughs> you like warp to shit. Actually, I don't know. I haven't played No Man's Sky, so I can't really speak on it. Yeah. I only I was following it for a while. And I actually kind of stopped. But not after it came out. Everyone shit on it after it came out. I was I didn't get a chance. I to feel play. really bad for the developers. I do too. Because I, I don't think I mean they might have made like a good marketing video or whatever, but I don't think they overhyped it. I think the media overhyped it. What's kind of the thing about overhype? It's kind of like once the hype train's going, like what are they going to do? Stop it? No. Yeah. They're like they want people to buy their fucking game and they want to be able to support their game. They're a fucking indie development team. Like of course they weren't fucking prepared. I they, feel bad. They had a couple of major disasters too. They had like a, their studio flood and they lost like. Oh shit! Oh, I you didn't know, know this. No, I didn't know. No, that. they they lost a, a considerable amount of data, which shit. I think is probably one of the major things that fucked them over. Yeah, that sucks. I didn't I, know. I that. think it was a flood. It was either a flood or like a fire or something in one of the, in their studio, and it it royally dicked them over. Hmm. Yeah, that's because everyone was like, "Man, there's no gameplay in the game." And it's like, "Well, give them a fucking break, man. Their computers <laughs> got fucking destroyed. <laughs> Cut them some fucking slack." Yeah, I didn't know that. That sucks. Yeah, and I, mean, I still felt bad. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it was an, an an ambitious project. That's a ridiculous yeah. ambition for a project. That's a simulator of our own universe that's, project that's a level. simulated universe. <laughs> well, I think about that. It's a simulated universe. It doesn't have any of the subtlety or complexity of the one that we inhabit, but yeah. it's only like we're only 208 years into not using candlesticks for light. We suck. We're pretty trash. We're we're only two hundred years into not using candlesticks for light, and we're about to probably blow ourselves up. Yeah. <laughs> How do we break the simulation, dude? We're not going to break a simulation of our universe. It's not a thing. <sighs> I don't think that human beings could possibly have that power. What if there's a flaw? Like, what if we just mass produce surveillance devices and put them literally everywhere, like more than they are now? So it's that, called fascism. And just start. What if we just start um, launching surveillance devices just in random directions into the universe? I think we call those satellites, Kelsey. No, but like more and further. So that there's so the much probes, recording yeah. happening that it requires the computing power of the creator. Do you have any idea how many fucking probes we'd have to launch? A million. 
least <laughs> a million probes <laughs> or we could just waste all our money doing that and never get those materials back and then realize that <laughs> this isn't a, a simulation oh and or that's not going to break the simulation even if it is i think one of the ways to determine if we're in a simulation is if we find a max resolution what do you mean like if we because they're trying to find a max resolution of the universe like a picture or video has a resolution like they're trying to find the maximum of the universe and if we never find a maximum we can only know that we may or may not be a simulation if we find a maximum we know we are a simulation that's embarrassing if we find one (laughs) what do you do with that information you know you're a simulation but can you imagine being the person that discovers you're living in a fucking simulation (laughs) like i would want to give that person a hug like several hugs but then i'd want to leave because i feel like they might stab me a person who thinks they're living in a simulation is liable. Yeah, but to if they're a scientist, they might be fine. Dude, you don't think scientists go nuts, though? No, they do, but they're less likely, maybe, to. Come on. I disagree. I don't know. I mean, they might be a scientist, but they're still a meat sack. Just saying. They're a pixelated meat they're sack, pixelated is what they fucking sack. are. <laughs> fucking low res ass. Hmm. The other thing that will be interesting if we find our max resolution is, um, is there anything we can do to, uh, to reduce the resolution? I, w- I wish we could find the debug mode <laughs> and turn everyone into, like, you know, like low poly. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or we could go from, uh, we could turn our universe down from, th- from three-dimensional, uh, three-dimensional representation of space to two-dimensional representation, representation of space. How would that work? Have you ever seen, um... No. They they did the end of, of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. They talked about it for like two episodes for some reason. Good. I think I'm about done with no. this episode. Leaving this episode forever. All right. Why is there more? I have nothing else to talk about. Either. I'm just not tired. Well, we could just drink. Yeah, we can just drink. Let's just drink and watch stuff. Do a clarinet. Do I have not a clarinet? <laughs> we could do, do social I have a jazz warrior. I kind of wish I did have a clarinet because I have a trumpet and a sax. But well, anyway, so this this is concluding our episode right here. Wait, let's all wait for Kelsey. We're going to conclude this 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 <laughs> beautiful episode that wait. was so productive, and we talked about so many things. Wait, she says, yeah, that's the end. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs>